Welcome back to Pause, Reflect, and Learn with Katie. I'm happy to have you, and I hope that you're having a great day. Today, we're going to answer two listener questions. The first comes from Bob, and his question is, what breed of dog does not do well living in a multi-dog home? The second question comes from someone with the handler understanding canine behavior, and their question is, why is my dog licking and humping me? So we are going to answer both of those questions when we return. Want to learn dog training? Enroll with ISCDT. Our online course consists of 18 lessons that teach dog training and canine behavior. Students work hands-on with dogs and provide a video diary of their work. Visit us at iscdt.com to learn more and enroll. Okay, so we are going to begin today's question with, why is my dog licking and humping me? I am going to begin with the humping issue. Humping can be sexual in nature for young dogs and unaltered dogs, but it can also be a form of dominance at any age. Dogs who are not properly socialized and those lacking obedience training may do it when they're overly excited. It is important to teach your dog that humping is inappropriate, otherwise they will continue to exhibit this fun, playful behavior on other dogs, on humans, pillows, stuffed animals, etc. If friends and family members laugh or give the dog attention while the dog is humping, they may simply repeat the behavior for attention. So teaching your dog the leave it command is helpful in stopping this behavior. But I also want to make sure that you provide plenty of physical and mental exercise for your dog. Now as far as licking, dogs lick their humans to show affection. They also lick humans because they like the way they taste, especially if we're salty, or because they smell food on our face or our hands. The mother dog licks her puppies from birth to simulate breathing and to clean them. And lower members in a dog pack will lick the dominant members as a submissive gesture and a sign of respect. So if you live in a multi-dog home, I want you to pay attention to your dogs. Does the newer dog lick the older dog? Because most likely it's respect. But again, I want you to notice, does the older dog ever lick the younger dog? I know in my house that never happened. All right, so licking is a normal behavior to a dog. All right, but now let's talk about a dog who licks themselves constantly. This constant licking could damage their own skin. Sometimes it can be obsessive behavior, or it could be a medical problem, or even an injury. My dog has licked allergies and licks her skin constantly. She licks so much that sores develop, and then we have to put her on a series of medication and give her shots and medicated baths to soothe her skin. Other dogs, as I mentioned, could be injured. They could injure their paw, injure their tail, and they're licking, licking, licking because they want to make it feel better. So if you notice that your dog is licking a lot and really paying attention to a certain body part, It's worth taking a trip to the vet just to make sure it's not fleas, it's not an injury, it's not allergies or any other kind of medical problem. And finally, I just touched on this a moment ago, I said it could be obsessive behavior. Dogs who are exhibiting anxiety, dogs who are bored, can possibly develop OCD behavior. 
And in that case, you need to, again, physically and mentally exercise your dog. My favorite way of doing that is using treat releasing balls and puzzles to feed them. Elsa never eats from a bowl. I'll put 10 pieces of food in her bowl just so that she can find her water. And for anyone who is not familiar with Elsa in this podcast, Elsa is completely blind. So I do have to find ways in order for her to help her water, being that there's no scent. However, I do not feed her out of a bowl because her food would be gone in three minutes and then she'd be laying around the house or she'd be looking for something to do that's destructive. So instead, I divide her one cup of food from each meal. A quarter goes to a puzzle bowl or a maze bowl. Another one goes into a snuffle mat, which is a rug with long pieces of material. And I put the food in there and cover it up. And she has to forge through the rug to find her food. The third quarter of food goes into treat releasing balls. And I have several of them. So this way she can have different ones each day. And the fourth one I hold back and give it to her as a midday snack. Dog training also provides mental stimulation. Going for walks on a nice structured walk, allowing your dog to smell along the way. And I'm not saying that it should take you 45 minutes to walk 10 feet, but smelling outside, picking up all those scents and really examining the environment through their nose is also a great way for mental stimulation. You can use bubbles, you can use flirt poles, you can use agility. Any of these things will keep your dog's mind busy. And when the behaviors become troublesome, we definitely need to make sure that we're doing our part to keep our dogs mentally and physically happy. Okay, moving on to our second question. What breed of dog does not do well living in a multi-dog home? Now, this is a great question, but honestly, the answer is not going to be what you're expecting. Because I do not like listing breeds of dogs and letting you know whether or whether or not they do well in a human home. And the reason is because everybody has their own opinion. Let's go more to things that we should do to determine if we should have a second dog in our house instead of determining if a particular breed does or does not do well. Because as we know, we cannot categorize breeds together Instead, we have to look at the individual dogs. And proving this, I'm going to tell you that I've read articles that list golden retrievers and Maltese's as dogs who do better living alone. I'm sure you're shaking your head. Golden retrievers? Everybody feels that golden retrievers are like the ultimate dog. And many golden retrievers live with other dogs. I have witnessed both of these breeds happily living together with dogs and unhappily living together with dogs. You know, there are many articles that indicate that pit bulls should not live with other dogs, yet I know many who get along fantastic with their fellow dogs in the house. My pit loved my boxer Great Dane mix. He tolerated the pit. And likewise, I have read that livestock guardian dogs tend to dominate other dogs and that they are not a good fit for a family with children. But once again, I have seen these breeds live happily both with children and other dogs. So in my opinion, it depends on the individual dog more than the breed. You can visit the American Kennel Club, 
so that's at akc.org, to check out specific breeds that interest you. They provide a wealth of information, including breeds that may do well living as the only dog. But rather than focusing on a specific breed of dog, I believe that we should look at dog's personality traits, beginning with your current dog. And here are things to consider and steps to take before welcoming a new dog into your home. Number one, does your current dog enjoy being with dogs? Are they playful and polite when playing with other dogs? And do they hate leaving play dates? Or do they tend to hang with people and go off on their own? Because if it's the latter, I don't think they're going to be happy living with a dog in the house. Number two, is your current dog well-behaved and do they follow commands? If not, you should work on obedience before you welcome another dog because the constant play fighting and the destructive behavior is going to be difficult to overcome when your dog does not follow commands and listen to you. Number three, does your dog like to share or are they protective over food, toys, humans, and living space? That is a really big tip to consider before welcoming another dog. Number four, is your dog confident? Is it a pushy dog, shy, or a chill dog? You need to consider which personality would fit best with your dog's personality to avoid possible dog fights or one dog dominating the other. I can promise you will not enjoy your current dog being bullied by a new dog. Number five, just because your dog got along well with another canine family member in the past does not mean that they're going to get along with any dog that you bring into your home. Just like people, you cannot pick your dog's best friend. Before that you make a decision about a dog, it's important that you have play dates and interactions with your dog. And I'm not talking just a five-minute on-leash interaction and the dogs ignore one another because it's a new environment and they're more interested in exploring than interacting with the other dog. They should really be put together to make sure that the dogs are going to do well. Now my dog Elsa when she came into the house was an instant fit with Duke. While I said Duke tolerated her, there were no issues at all. But I had heard that she had gone on previous interactions with dogs with people who were interested in adopting her and that she had been extremely pushy and bullied the other dog. So while she didn't fit well in that house, she did fit well in my home. And these are things that you have to consider before welcoming a dog. And number six, if your dog is a senior, will they appreciate a puppy or younger dog bothering them with rough play? As we all know, the activity and energy level in a puppy or a very young dog is considerably different than the activity level in a five to 10 year old dog. So you need to consider if your dog is going to tolerate this. Most of the time, we do not have much information on rescue dogs, so their tolerance level and past lives are unknown, especially if they only spent a very short amount of time at the shelter. Therefore, it is important that you and your dog, again, spend time with the dog that interests you before adding that particular dog to your family. Some rescues, like the rescue that I got Elsa from, Fur Babies on Long Island, they actually have the dogs staying in foster homes, and this is a fantastic way to find out more about the dog that interests you. But if you're getting your dog from a shelter or a rescue 
where they don't have the dog staying in other people's homes, then fostering the dog for a little while will give you a good idea of how this dog is going to behave. And remember, it takes a few weeks for a dog to settle into the home and only then do you see the true personality. Fostering should last more than a few days or a week. And hopefully at the end of that foster period, you will become a foster failure and adopt the dog. But if it doesn't work out between the dogs, your input will help the rescue find the perfect family for that dog. Should you decide to welcome a puppy into your family, know that most older resident dogs may not welcome the puppy willingly at first. It will take time to help your current dog adjust, and you will likely need assistance from a dog trainer to help the transition. And finally, make sure that you have time to work through any problems that may arise from adding another dog to your family pack. It takes patience and guidance to help create a happy multi-dog home. Remember, every day will not be a great day. Like human siblings, dogs will fight. Now that we have paused and learned, we're going to reflect in this pupcast. So I thought that this was a perfect reflection for everybody today. You're so busy doubting yourself while so many others are intimidated by your potential. If you're studying dog training, take it a little bit at a time. Piece by piece, you're going to build your skill and you're going to be beneficial for dogs. You are so important to the lives of dogs and we want you to keep going. As far as our dog training clients, it takes work to get your dog to where you want them to be. I say to my clients all the time, we look at the big picture and that is down at the letter Z. You're starting off at A teaching your dog commands and building on those commands until you can get to that big picture. Take your time, have confidence, enjoy the training that you're doing with your dog. You're going to get there. Everybody always does. As long as you're willing to put the time in, put the effort in and be patient and enjoy the process. You can also remember that tip for real life. Stop doubting yourself because somebody out there is in awe of your potential. So my friend Kathy is awesome at finding rescues who need help and for fundraising and helping them out. And I'm in awe of all that she does. Today, I want to discuss Nova Star Rescue, who is located in Dover, Arkansas. Nova Star Rescue never says no to anybody. They're always taking in dogs to help them. They travel, finding new homes for these dogs. They really go above and beyond, as many other rescues do, to help these dogs find homes. Nova Star does not receive any funding from city, state, or federal government. All of their money comes from fundraising organizations. So if you would like to learn more about them, they are on Facebook at Nova, N-O-V-A-S-T-A-R, Rescue. And if you want to help them raise some funds, you can go to Nova Star Rescue Fundraiser page on Facebook. Their fans and their helpers donate items that people can come in and bid on, and then they send them to you. The money raised to this page goes 100% to taking care of the animals. So if you're looking for a rescue to support and you want to help them out, visit Nova Star Rescue fundraiser page. And again, if you want to learn more about Nova Star, you can go to Nova Star, one word, rescue, 
on Facebook. They have some beautiful animals, and hopefully you can help Novastar and their animals find their forever homes. So that is all we have for today. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, like it, leave a review, and share it with your friends so that more people can find us. If you have any questions that you want to ask us, if you have rescues that you'd like us to speak about, or if you want to know more about ISCDT, the dog training school, you can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at ISCDT.com. Until next time, I hope that each day is beautiful and you are enjoying what's left of the warm summer weather. Have a great day.